How's it going, everyone? Tomorrow's my birthday, which I am excited-ish about. But I had a wonderful day, actually a wonderful two days teaching, and I want to share with you about one of the things that helped make my days easier and a little bit more relaxed and also saved my voice. So I'm not sure if you know of the strategy Write and Discuss. Chances are, if you have been a listener of my podcast, or I know you from the internet, from the CI Liftoff group, or from Curriculum Club, you've probably heard of Write and Discuss. Now, I'm not going to dive into 100% of the specifics about it, because I have a complete episode totally about it. So you can jump in there if you want to listen to exactly how I do write and discuss in my classes and I walk you through it. If you also go to my YouTube channel, I have a ton of, I have a ton, 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 ton of video demonstrations that include write and discuss in them. Um, And I hope that that would be helpful to you. I also on October 7th of 2020, depending on when you're listening to this, am presenting for the World Language Teacher Summit, which you can register for free by going to linktr.ee slash preaching to acquire. It's my link tree page. Um, and you can sign up through my link there. I'm talking all about student writing, but that's not the point. The point of this episode today is I wanted to come talk to you about how you can extend write and discuss and how using write and discuss can be a way to bail out of your class discussion or what's going on. I actually found myself today in a couple of my classes that I normally enjoy teaching really struggling to come up with more content to talk about. I don't know if that's ever happened to you before. We're like, we were doing a lesson about the weather today and talking about weather in different parts of the world. And I got to a point where I was like, I have nothing else to say. There's literally nothing in my brain. Maybe it's the pandemic. Maybe it's the fact that I just bought a house. Maybe it's the fact that I'm not sleeping well this week. Could be all of the above. And I'm just burnt out already four weeks into the year. But my brain was empty. It's like you could hear like the wind. Although there's not wind in my classroom. But imagine that there was. You hear the wind like whistling through my head. And I was like... Oh God, what do I do? What do I do? We still have 15 minutes left in class. I wanted to talk about more, but what was I going to say? And I was like, you know what? Forget about it. Don't worry about it. Don't stress. Don't stand up here looking like a fool anymore in front of these students than you normally do. Bailing out to write and discuss. So I bailed out to using write and discuss. And I have found this year because I really do want my students to become stronger writers and stronger spellers. And my voice needs more rest because I have a heavier teaching load this year with our whole hybrid hot mess schedule, um, I have found that I really want the students to copy down the write and discuss. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to have them do it every day. In normal times when I have lots of energy and my voice isn't exhausted and at risk of becoming damaged again, I don't often have them copy it, but some groups need it. Sometimes you just have extra time to burn. Sometimes you want them to kind of get that practice of writing and spelling words correctly. So when I have students copy, I write one sentence, then I pause, then they copy the sentence and go, we go back and forth. I'd never have them write at the same time as me because I want their focus when I'm writing the sentence to be on participating and engaging with the content because it's called write and discuss because you create it with them together. Anyway, I digress. So I bailed out to write and discuss. We came up with our sentences. 
It was a fantastic way to kind of calm them down, refocus them on the language. Um, What I love about it too is you can teach into the moments of hesitation. So after you write the text together, you read it through in the target language so they can hear how it's supposed to sound. And then you have them translated into English. And at that moment is a perfect time for pop-up grammar. I have my Spanish nerd that gets on sometimes. And sometimes I have kids that ask me questions like, isn't the J in jueves, which means Thursday, supposed to be capitalized? No, actually. The more you know, new information. They don't capitalize days of the weeks and months in Spanish. Ta-da! And suddenly I'm teaching them kind of about the language and the grammar without making that the focus of my class. But yet it's still satisfying me, because I'm a grammar nerd, and those students that are like me in the classroom without um, infringing on the equity um, or the ability of all students to be able to succeed. So anyhow, I bailed out to write and discuss. Keep it short. Um, There are different ways to extend write and discuss if you want to. Um, So one of the strategies that you can do is called write inside the story. So if you have um, students that are probably intermediate or advanced, obviously, but probably at a solid intermediate level that they can write in Spanish on their own and they have a pretty pretty good base of knowledge, Um, basically what you do is you write a sentence And then they copy your sentence and add their own sentence to their writing. So it's a way to kind of get them thinking about how to add more details instead of just the main idea, which if you know about the actful performance and proficiency levels, going from that novice to intermediate to advanced, you're you're going away from just getting the main idea and moving into including details um, in addition to the main idea. So it helps them write and produce language like that. So writing inside the story is a great way where you could come up with three sentences as a class, you know, one at a time that are like the main idea points and they come up with a detail. And literally you could follow that up from any activity. Talking about the weather, totally. You could write three sentences. Today is Thursday. And maybe you can guide them the first time you do this with them with right inside the story. Maybe you brainstorm ideas together as a class of options of things you could write. Next time you do it, they understand how to do the activity. They can do it more independently. Um, if you're talking, if you're doing a movie talk or telling a story, you keep the main plot lines. They can add details about how people were feeling or what the background was like or where they were. So there's a lot of different things depending on what you're focusing on that students could add to the write and discuss through the activity of write inside the story. Another thing you could do is you could have them illustrate the write and discuss when you're done. So that would be more of kind of like a read and draw activity just to show comprehension. Now, I understand that you probably just read through it in your first language with the students, but sometimes it's nice to have little drawings to go along with it. Or you could give them new sentences that are similar to the write and discuss sentences to illustrate afterwards. Or if you have five sentences, you could tell them to pick their favorite one to illustrate. Or if your students, again, have that base of language and are able to produce Spanish on their own, have them write a parallel story. So have them use the write and discuss text and change details, but that it models the same sentence structure. So maybe even talking about the weather, Today is Thursday. They could change it to today is Friday. It's cold. They could change it to it's hot or it's sunny or whatever. So basically you're like telling them to change 
so many details or change every detail or make every detail the opposite, depending on what you're going for. That would be a great way to kind of get some practice and extra repetitions in with different adjectives, right? Especially if you're talking about like tall or short, blonde hair, brown hair, you know, getting them to pull in and use those other pieces of language that they know. And in normal times, I would suggest probably that some of these activities that would be great for them to be working together to do. However, I know that that might be limited depending on your health and teaching situation right now. So I guess I just wanted to share with you different ways to use your write and discuss. Number one, to do it. It's totally worth your time. Number two, to how to extend it and kind of bail out to it and have some of these things in your back pocket that you can utilize in the future. Something else you could do with it, I just thought of this, um, is you could have the students, now again, in normal times, this would probably work better, but maybe there's a way you could do this virtually. Um, I can't think of one right now because my brain is, like I said, empty and whistling with the wind blowing through it that doesn't exist in my house. Um, But you could have them If you have a lot of sentences on your write and discuss or like four or five, you could have a student come up to draw a picture of one of the sentences and then have a different student guess which sentence they're drawing. And then that student could come up and draw a picture of the sentence or of something that you talked about in class as long as it's related to the topic. So there's a lot of things you can do once you have that write and discuss text. So I would highly recommend you check out some of my information and videos on how to use write and discuss if you're not already. And if you are and you ever feel like, holy cow, I have way too much class time left um, or like, oh my, the input is bombing. Instead of me floundering here trying to keep the conversation going, I'm going to bail out to write and discuss and I know how to successfully extend that to get more repetition or to get their eyes on the text longer. So give it a try. Let me know how it works. I'd love to hear from you and I hope you find this helpful.